I'm very excited to be chatting today with uh, Liz Marshall, director of CU Yao and Alfonso, uh, the key participant within it. Um, I, thank you so much. It's a beautiful piece. Um, Liz, maybe let's start with you. How did you get involved with, with the film? Yeah, great. Thank you for having us. Um, so I was born and raised and lived my life in Toronto. And three years ago, I moved here to the Sunshine Coast in British Columbia, which is the unceded territory of the Squamish and Shishout peoples. And it was like coming home because I spent childhood summers here. Mm. I have family here. And I really made a commitment to myself, my own journey to really understand and be in relationship in community with the first peoples of this place. And um, the Shishalt Nation is self-governance for a very long time. In fact, the first um, uh, nation in, in this country um, to uh, have self-governance. There's an incredible legacy and history there. And when I met my colleague, my friend, Alfonso, who is also a co-producer, co-writer, and a featured participant in the film. Um, I was really moved by the work that he's doing, um, which he can speak to. But, um, you know, our colleagues, Echo and Charlene, um, also have a history and a, and a story here in this place. And my aunt is Nancy Bud Denham, is the co-founder of the CIA Reconciliation Movement, which is a really unique and grassroots uh, movement um, of non-Indigenous allies um, that really are walking alongside in solidarity and uh, working towards systemic change and also personal change because we can't we can't have systemic change without looking at ourselves and understanding the meaning of decolonization. So th this journey is a journey and this film is part of that journey. It, it, it's such a beautiful, a beautiful piece that, and I, there covers so much of what you're talking about. So much of this, this idea of, of, of reprocessing trauma and, and colonization and all of these things. Um, Alfonso, how did you get started in, in what you're doing and, and how did the, the canoeing project come to be? So, yeah, like I said in the story, like, um, our people are still dealing with trauma due to genocide and colonialism. Um, the residential school was burnt down 40, 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. We still have family here who attended those schools and are still dealing with how to heal and I don't think anyone in the world really knows how to heal from genocide like is that I think it's it's up to us to find ways and for me I felt the best way would be to you know even for elders to witness is to see us paddling out in the ocean like our ancestors did. And um, so that's what I'm trying to build. I've, with my team, created a canoe family 
and um, we want to start participating in these big canoe journeys. And um, yeah, it just takes a lot of uh, commitment and strength. And, you know, we got to put our people in our minds to do this for them too, not only for ourselves, because we all are in a healing journey together. So that's where the canoeing came in. Um, I reached reached out to my good friend, Barb Higgins, um, just went to her house because she has a canoe sitting out in her front yard. And I just wanted to ask questions and how I can start this program for our community. And that's what she said. She said, you need to awaken the canoes. Mm -hmm. That's a part of it and taking care of them as if, you know, they have spirit, which they do. You take care of them. So that's where my passion started to grow there. And um, the thing about this film is it actually captured that part of my life. Mm. Huge, you know, like um, I do. I went to school um, many years ago, 2010, for independent Indigenous filmmaking. And that's to capture stories like this. But once I became a cultural ambassador for my nation, it's hard to capture myself on camera. And so when uh, Liz approached me about capturing my my journey and having it shared with my uh, my other colleagues, and I was I was really happy with that. I was glad that we could capture that part. And uh, it was such a big part of my journey. It's just the beginning of it. So yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with it. One of the things you said um just now is that i mean nobody really knows how to how to heal um from these from genocide from these incredible traumas but one of the things you talk about in the film is the relationship is is canoeing as part of that healing and i know you mentioned about being out on the water and and doing that and and bringing your your ancestral story to life but I was wondering how you feel that that this journey uh, with these kids can help with the process of healing. Well, like I said, you know, like our, you know, a lot of our elders probably can't or shouldn't be jumping in a canoe, mm. not like Barb Higgins. <laughs> um, but for them to witness these things, to see that we are participating in our old ways can help with, you know, trying to let go of those traumas that they have gone through. Mm. And I feel like that could be a big part of the healing um, as intergenerational trauma gets passed down through this modern life of feeling, you know, not accepted or feeling different or even dealing with um, abuse. Yeah. You know, these things can take you away from that and be a part of that healing. You could feel like you have purpose and feel like you have identity because this is part of who we are and that's what i'm trying to do to help with my people i love that i love that that's that's so powerful um one of the one of the lines that comes forward in the film forgive me i can't remember it was it was a, it was a young woman that said it but i can't remember what her name was uh, says sometimes you don't fully understand the void until it starts to get filled in. 
uh, I was wondering for for you both, what does that mean to you? What is what does that line hold power for you both? And and if so, how? Godless. That's Charlene Senjenko, who is one of um, our colleagues a producer, a writer, and also the impact producer for this film and a featured participant in the film on her journey to discover her Indigenous identity after a lifetime of not knowing it, which is a very unique, but I can only imagine like very universal story. You know, she was part of the 60s scoop. Um, and each story in this film comes to the theme of intergenerational trauma and healing from a different angle. And so when she says that, I, 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 it, it really has gravity. It has deep emotion. Um, for me, how does that work as a non-Indigenous person? I, I, I feel, I feel it. I, obviously, I, I don't have the same life experience. I don't have the same story um, of that Indigenous folks um, have. So I, I, I would say I resonate with that in a totally different way. And the way that I would say I resonate with that today in having been on this journey and continuing in this journey is I feel that the colonized system that we're all conditioned and socialized and born into is damaging for all of us. I think we're all exhausted by it. I know I am. And in deconstructing what that means, um, there is a void. And for me as a person of mixed European ancestry, um, I feel that we're lost. Mm. And there's not enough spiritual grounding. And one of the deepest privileges and honors of being on this journey is the amount of ceremony and prayer and spiritual healing. I just can't believe how rich and deep and beautiful it is. And there's a void in my culture, my soul as a, a non-Indigenous person who does not identify with organized religion, even though I was born into a Christian family, I rejected that. So I feel like it's about healing for all of us, um, you know? And that's, not, I, I'm, I'm not taking focus away by saying that on the, what is centered in this film. It's not about me. It's not about us. It's about, the indigenous stories, the indigenous identities and healing. But I was invited to be a witness and being a witness as a filmmaker is not a detached, cold journalistic relationship. It's a heartfelt lived experience. It's incredible for you to have been able to be invited on that journey with them for sure. For what Shar is going through, and um, I just want to acknowledge again the, the vulnerability that she has shared in the film. Um, you know, being adopted and not really understanding your identity can be very hard, and I'm sure that can be related to a lot of non-Indigenous. 
Mm. A lot of those parts of your history kind of fades out. Um, and people, some people aren't proud of the history with colonizing and settling in a place where, you know, you don't really come from. Um, and I think it's so important to also understand that, yeah, as Native people, we are trying to heal from the genocide. And but as non-Indigenous, the only way to move forward in reconciliation is to heal together. Mm. You know, it's whether you like it or not, even if you're happy, there's still that really dark part of the history. You know, and if you're trying to create a new identity, it's also very important to acknowledge that there are people that are healing mm. and best to be a part of that healing than just kind of like be like, I'm fine. I don't really care for you guys. It's 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 important to be a part of the healing together so we can move forward respectfully. Hey. <laughs> Speaking of, of this journey together or this journey forward, one of the things that comes forth within the film is the idea that pride is coming back. Um, I think that's that's really exciting to hear that about about indigenous populations. But uh, I wanted to hear from maybe maybe Alfonso, maybe you can speak to that. What does it look like for for pride to be coming back in, for the indigenous population? Yeah, it wasn't too long ago where culture started to come back and was okay to participate again because in residential school, we weren't allowed to, our people weren't allowed to participate in culture at all. It was forbidden, you know, they would get punished for it. And so that's where my grandpa impacted my life hugely by giving me that responsibility of giving me a drum and being a song carrier. That means he, it's, it's my responsibility to keep our culture alive. I didn't know it at the time. And in my generation, we didn't have classes or drum circles, gathering, things like that. Not like we do now. Yeah. So what I do as a cultural leader, I do weekly drum circles with kids from five to 12 years old. Um, I'll go to the high school, teach them about our history, um, try to inspire them to teach who we are because it is our responsibility to share who we are as a people. And I've even said, you know, imagine you being the teacher teaching your own principal and teachers about the people who originate in this place because it is our responsibility. And uh, yeah, we share songs up at the high school too. And um, we just did our orange t-shirt truth and reconciliation march here on the Sunshine Coast. And I've never felt so proud of my life as there was about 20 children standing alongside me, drumming and singing with me. You know, the songs of our our families, you know, the songs that are part of our healing. And, uh, you know, these are ways of healing for us. Um, we are creating that and we are doing what we can for our people. 
and you could just see the pride in the elders as they watch us, um, the non-Indigenous as they witness it, yeah. and then, of course, our people who go out of their way to make these days happen. Even though it's supposed to be a, a holiday, I feel like I'm working my butt off, doing three times as much work so that it shows that we are proud and it shows that we are taking steps to heal. And it makes me feel good that thousands of people want to walk alongside us. Yeah. So the pride is coming through and uh, a lot of people are seeing that. And there's an incredible power that we see in, in this film and, and in hearing what you're saying in passing on the story, you know, uh, there, there, there's a beautiful relationship between the, the trauma of history and also passing, passing on culture and identity and empowering the next generation to live forward in this film that I think comes so comes across so well. Um, I, I'm just wondering, you know, as we as we start to to wrap up here, I'm just wondering for you both, what do you hope people take away from the film? Um, <clears throat> I just hope people will, you know, want to just take the time to learn. There's, these are only, what, three to seven stories, journeys, and there are many journeys of different Indigenous elders and people that are there. Um, there are people that want to share their traumas, which is a part of their healing. And just to be respectful, but also have an understanding that people are still dealing with traumas and, you know, could be on more of the grumpy side and not want to talk about it and also respect that. But just be open to hearing the stories and wanting to build relationships and more respect in this world. That's what we need. And then, of course, inspiring the younger generations to wanting to do more cultural work and healing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Liz, what about you? Well, I know that, you know, a feature length documentary is a tool, it's a vehicle, it's a platform that can be very, very effective. Um, our goal is to have it be seen far and wide um, for very diverse audiences and, and to engage in Q&As and dialogue and to empower communities to use the film in the ways that they need to and that they choose to. And, um, you know, for it to be in the classroom and for it to be part of curriculum and learning and unlearning. So I would say it's a two-tiered answer. One, I would say is we need to make sure the film gets out there and is available. And it's not a film that runs out of time. It's like a film that can be, you know, like I said to Alfonso, we're in community together. This film has rooted me in community here and I'm committed to working alongside you with this film with our community 
in whatever way you want it to be, right? You lead the way. You know, Alfonso is the traditional wellness coordinator for the Shishat Nation and is a hugely inspiring figure here on the coast. And I'm I'm so grateful that that your story is is featured throughout the film. It's inspiring for the next generation, for your generation, and for non-Indigenous folks to learn. Thank you. I appreciate that. And thank you both for your time. Um, it, it's a beautiful piece, and I certainly hope that it creates further conversations that lead towards healing. Thank you so much for your time. That's amazing. Thank you. Thanks.